You're listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast with Angela Henderson, episode 240. Hey there, you're listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast. My name is Angela Henderson, and on this show, we talk about improving your business, life, or both by having amazing and rich conversations with brilliant guests who will inspire you and who will give you tips and tricks to help you grow both in life and in business. Well, hey there, you amazing human, and welcome back to another awesome episode of the Business and Life Conversations podcast. I'm your host, Ange, from Angela Henderson Consulting, where I'm an international award-winning business consultant and coach who has helped women around the world make more money by creating a personalized business strategy and mastering their mindset so they can create a business and life they love and want to show up for every single day. Now, today on the podcast, I have the most amazing human ever joining us, Jane Mode, and she's bringing her A game and wealth of knowledge in her space to address the number one underutilized business strategy that is costing businesses to lose money every single day. This episode is going to get you thinking and questioning if you too might be losing money because you're not, because you're underutilizing, I should say, this number one business strategy. But before we hop into this awesome episode, I want to let you know that this episode is sponsored by my four part program, Everyday Payday, helping women in business make more money. How would you like to make an extra $150 per day for the next 365 days with Everyday Payday? More leads, more sales, and more money in your pocket. You see, everything has changed in the business world, the economy, the way people buy, how we market and sell, and so much more. Everyday Payday is a four-part, super simple online sales accelerator for service-based businesses, coaches, course creators who are ready to make bank doing what they love. Get started quickly and with ease. So if you're a female entrepreneur, consultant, coach, course creator, health coach, health practitioner, social media manager, influencer, life coach, mindset, or business coach, photographer, or more, then Everyday Payday is for you. Head to my website, AngelaHenderson.com.au and get access to Everyday Payday for just $37. Now, let's get into today's awesome episode with Jane. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the show, Jane. Oh, hi, Ange. How are you? Thanks for having me. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited to have you here. I mean, you've been in my world now for a little while. You were inside of my Profit Pillars Mastermind last year. You've just re-signed again this year. And what I can say is you are an absolute weapon to be around. You're doing so many amazing things in your space. And I'm just thrilled to have you on the podcast today where we're going to be chatting about, dun, 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 the number one thing that is being underutilized by business owners around the world that is costing businesses money. But before we dive into that, if you've listened to my podcast, Jane, you always know that I like to ask a fun question so that the audience gets to know you a little bit better. So my fun question is, I know you love to shop. You're a girl (laughs) that loves to shop opposite of me. That's why we probably attract Jane, right? But you love a good shopping spree. So my question to you is, where is your, if you could go anywhere in the world with an unlimited budget to shop, what's the one store you would go to and why? Oh my gosh. I think I would go into Prada in mm-hmm. Paris mm-hmm. and then come out. I mean, I'm obsessed with Emily in Paris. I know that sounds like really cliche, <laughs> really cliche, but uh, I am doing a five week vacation, family vacation at the end of this year or well, September ish. And mm-hmm. we're going to be hitting Paris. And I'm thinking I'm going to go with my outfits and I'm going to walk into Prada, pretend like I'm actually shopping. Yep, you're like, hey, I'm here. I've I've arrived. I've arrived. Um, Guess who's arrived? Yeah, and then come out and sit in an amazing cafe and just live that like luxury life um, (laughs) in my head. 
But I mean, I think this is something important that you raise, actually, Jane, is about doing things from an up-leveling perspective too, right? Being able to feel that presence. And, you know, and as you know, a good friend of mine is Denise Duffield Thomas. You've also worked with Denise this last year, uh, recently. And what Denise often talks about is like, if you're wanting to buy your first home, or if you're wanting to buy an investment property, start doing the doing. So start Googling or start going to uh, like uh, open homes, for example, and start seeing yourself in those situations. So I think, again, it's a beautiful thing that you being able to head over to Paris and get dressed up and be in the feel and be in the vibe and do that. I think it's really important from an up-leveling perspective. Because it also normalizes it for you, normalizes it for your subconscious. Like, yeah, this is the norm. We do this every time. This is this is like the normal environment that we hang out in. And then it becomes your reality because you're manifest manifesting, as they say, mm-hmm. that buzzword, uh-huh. um, your reality. Obviously, you still have to work for it, but yeah. at least you're programming yourself. For the exactly future. right. And that's the thing is we also get stopped by fear or what are people going to think or what are family members going to think? I mean, our subconscious brain makes up 90% of our decisions. And, and normally it's around enoughness, belonging and safety. I don't feel safe yeah. to do this or I don't belong here or I'm not good enough, whatever that looks like and so again by reprogramming your brain and and doing those rewirings and feeling it too and and embodying that it's going to help you make leaps and changes so I know that's not what we're solely talking about today but I do think it's a good point to talk about because business owners often forget about the feeling you need to have when you're wanting to make the change so yes so now that we know that you would go spend your unlimited amount of money in Prada my question to you is is I'd love for you to share with the audience a bit of your background where did you start in business and what do you do today? Uh, okay, so I have a very long-winded uh, answer, but I'm just going to cut it short. Uh-huh. So I've been in business now, well, been doing what I'm doing for 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the universe sent me three signs, and I want to talk about that because I'm all into the woo-woo stuff. Yes. That's why I love you. Yeah. Um, and that's why I chose you as my coach. <laughs> anyway, in hindsight, looking back now, I was definitely sent signs from when I was a little girl. Mm-hmm. And I just want to touch on that because I think we all get given signs and we kind of dismiss them. Mm-hmm. Um, and we think, oh, it's just someone just saying something. But the, the first time that I got was back in school. I was bullied at school for not having the right clothes. Uh-huh. So I pretty much came from a poverty, not poverty, but we just didn't have any money like to, to be able to afford to feed four kids, get them through school. Uh, my parents would go to like secondhand clothing or we'd go to like the likes of similar to Kmart back in New Zealand. So sure. I grew up, grew up in Auckland. And um, yeah, I didn't have the right clothes. So I was bullied for not having like the label clothes. And I remember being like this emotion that came to me, that first sign that the universe sent. And I said, I kind of felt sorry for my parents, you mm-hmm. know, like oh, they'd work so hard. And here was a kid that didn't know a bar of soap of me. Yeah. Um, uh, was tearing me down and, and all the work that they've done to get us to where we were. Yep. And so fast forward, second sign came to me when I um, was at church. I used to go to church. I don't anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, a woman came up to me and she said this one line. She didn't even say hello to me. She said, you're going to be a fashion guru one day. Wow. And and walked away, Ange. Like she said that and walked away. And then my boyfriend at the time went to church with me. Her, her, their family said, oh, she she's actually a prophet. 
which we now know in our world as someone who has intuition, uh-huh. you know, like signs from the universe. Yeah. Said that, great. I was like, oh, okay, well, obviously, because I'm, you know, got some fancy boots on. She's had the inclination to come to me and say that. Yeah. Anyway. And then third sign was when I was working as a fashion editor, you know, years had passed and um, I just had this like unfulfilled, I don't know, you know, when you have that thing in your stomach, Mm -hmm. you're like, there must be something more. You know, the the public was like coming to me, like we call them real people after, you know, they'd seen me, my name in like magazines being credited, they seen me on TV um my name on tv and the public started coming to me and it wasn't just anyone from the public arena it was business people Uh wanting to look the part I said okay fine I'll tell you what to wear yeah and I'll go back to my fashion game you know because I wanted to be a fashion editor in a magazine and that was my focus and then that's where it all started I kind of just went maybe there's something in this and then That's when the whole, I think, personal branding journey started for me. So if you're listening to this, I'm a personal branding coach, personal branding stylist Mm -hmm. for entrepreneurs and execs. So I I help them elevate their image, their personal brand through the power of style. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's where it all started. And I've been doing this for a while. I work with everyone from online business coaching, you know, to execs, to CEOs, um, yeah, just up-leveling their image and looking the part and attracting, you know, their clients, attracting more money and more abundance into their lives through their their, their image. So, yeah. Goodness. And what a journey to be able to, like, look back in those three signs, right? But Oh, my gosh. Yes. How they just like, again, the universe is nudging you, nudging you, giving you a bit more of a nudge. And sometimes we listen to the nudges and other times we don't. But in your instance, you mm-hmm. have listened to the nudges throughout your year, throughout the years. And now you are the go-to stylist here and around the world, right, for women in business who are wanting to really up-level themselves, which I guess this leads yeah. us to our next question that we're going to be chatting about today, which is, again, people might be picking up on a few things. Yeah. Today, we're going to be chatting about the number one underutilized business strategy that I believe is costing businesses money, especially since you've been in my ecosystem and, and listening to some of your, your your knowledge over the last year. Now, before we get into this, the answer mm-hmm. to this might shock you if you're listening, or you might even want to dismiss what we're going to talk about today as not being quote unquote important. But I'm here to tell you what Jane is about to share is crucial information and impacts your revenue growth significantly. So pay attention. Because what often happens is we're looking for the next transaction. We're looking for the next how, how, how. We're looking for the next funnel. And though I believe that those are things that are necessary also for business growth, I believe the one thing that we're talking about today that is being underutilized is something that can be done quite simply, quite effectively, and, and just with ease and with flow without having to do you know I mean go and work exceptionally hard on things. So Jane, share with me what's the number one underutilized business strategy that is costing businesses around the world money every single day? Style. One mm-hmm. word. Just one word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so image, so image and what you wear is so crucial. And mm-hmm. You know, one thing that people don't seem to understand is image sells. I mean, how many times have you picked up, picked up, uh, you know, something at the supermarket because the packaging looks good? Mm-hmm. You know, all the how time. many times? All the time, all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like it's got the pretty packaging. Okay, of course, I'm going to gravitate towards it. 
Mm-hmm. You know, um, how many times have we flicked through like the bookshelves and, you know, at a bookstore and we go, okay, oh, wow, that, that looks amazing. I want to pick up that book and read it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's about that few seconds of going, oh, I want to know that person. Oh, I want to know what their brand is. Like, of course, I want to eat that chocolate. It looks great. Mm-hmm. So it's all about tapping into like emotional, like visual, like being able to trigger the emotion of the viewer. Mm-hmm. to to what we're wearing. And I think a lot of people really miss that. Mm-hmm. It's like they think that it doesn't matter when really it 100% does because people see you and make judgments within the first seven seconds. Mm-hmm. So, you know. I think that's important too to talk about is we are all mm-hmm. judging. I don't care how, mm-hmm. what religion you are, what religion you don't practice and how yeah. holy you might think you are. We are all judging. We're judging yeah. people at the grocery store. We're judging people who cut us off. And it's not yeah. like we wake up to judge and we don't wake up to lower our vibration. But the reality mm-hmm. of it is, is we are still human and the way we are wired is to judge. Yeah. And so if someone's about to throw your credit card at you, And they're like, for a brief second, they're like, I don't know if I should be throwing my credit card at this person because the vibe she puts off is X, Y, and Z. There's money being left on the table. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. It's the same. Like I would even think if, you know, if you're sitting listening to this podcast, you probably have had a job before. Like you probably have had a nine to five before. Mm -hmm. And you probably did, did show up to the interview absolutely making an effort because you thought Mm -hmm. in your subconscious somewhere of course, programmed by society that you've got to show up looking the part, mm-hmm. but you knew that they were going to make judgments on you from what you were wearing, mm-hmm. right? Yes. It's just, it's human nature. We all do that. I mm-hmm. mean, I definitely have significantly like made an impact when I was in corporate um, on being hired by the way that I look. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, so people judge. I mean, and they also, I mean, I remember reading this research paper once too, in relation to news reporters, for Mm -hmm. example, and how they're... I used to dress them, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, news reporters, and how like, because they're showing up in your living room every single night, delivering you the news, regardless if you believe the news is 100% accurate at times or not, but they still Mm -hmm. are. They almost become a family friend when you're turning on the news every night. That the way they look, the way they dress, the way they speak all influences ratings, which people Mm -hmm. are after. And there is like they were talking about how you don't want to judge or you don't want to exclude people from being news reporters or whatever. But society Mm -hmm. is judging and they need to be able to to know, like and trust that person who's coming into their home every single night. A hundred percent. Can I just touch on that, Ange? Mm-hmm. I used to actually be a head stylist for a new a TV network. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what the producers used to say to me. Mm-hmm. We need to be inclusive. What colors are they wearing? Like, you know, we're going to be at this time, people are tuning in, having their dinner, you know, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. These are the type of people that are going to be tuning in. We need to be incl- like, you know, how are we actually warming people up? Are we have are we actually um, you know, are they uh, 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 is their attention being on us the whole time? They're not switching channels, mm-hmm. you know. So it's so even that that you said, oh yeah, you know about that research about that article. Mm-hmm. It's it's totally true. We're all tweaking that image so that people can tune in. Mm-hmm. People, you know, can hold their attention. And with the amount of noise that is in the online space on every given day, there's also an element that you want to become 
memorable. You want to become remarkable. And I often talk on the podcast about the book called The Purple Cow by Seth Godin. And he talks about he's driving in France and he's going down and he sees these brown cows. And he's like, oh my goodness, this is magnificent. I love this scenery. It's beautiful. But after a time as they're driving, it's just a brown cow and it becomes unmemorable. But he said, now if all of a sudden I was driving and I saw a purple cow, Every once in a while, that would become memorable. That would become remarkable. And he mm. talks about, well, and then he goes, well, at least for a little while. So how are how are people becoming that purple cow, right? And I believe this is where style yeah. being the one thing that I believe is being underutilized as a business strategy and people leaving money on the table is your style. You want to be become that remarkable cow. You want to be become memorable. So my yeah. question is, I want to go back a little bit, is you you made it very clear and very succinct that the number one thing the business is that strategy that is costing businesses money is style. Just so that mm-hmm. everyone's on the same page, how are you defining style just so we're all on the same page? So for me, style is style is the clothes that you put on yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Whether that would be style is a, is a, is a self-expression. Mm-hmm. It's more of like what you interpret as your handwriting to what you wear. Mm-hmm. So say when you go into someone's house, it's like, you know, you, you might go into someone's house and it's the way they put things together that sort of balances everything. They go, oh, yeah, that's Jane. Yep. So, you know, naturally when someone looks at you, they see your handwriting mm-hmm. with, the, with the clothes that you wear. So style is for me, it is a hack. To, to obviously step into your higher, higher vibration, yep. but it is a, a, a form of self-expression and a lot of people forget that. It's not just a, I put this on and I go out the door. It's like I put this on because I want to express myself this way mm-hmm. and- through my clothing, yeah. And when people learn to express themselves through their clothing, right, and they encompass this really cool style, what are the benefits business owners can see when they dress for success and incorporate this into their business and just their day-to-day life? Oh, my gosh. A complete change. I have seen people come out of complete ruts and, like, you know, just being down on themselves to having that, like, their shoulders lift up. Uh-huh. And they suddenly it's like this this openness because you're actually stepping into something that is is pulling you into a high vibration. And when I say that, I don't say that from a like a, a shallow way. It's like when you it, it, you you will naturally feel good when mm-hmm. you wear the clothes that make you feel good. Mm-hmm. Right? Because mm-hmm. you suddenly have this like bounce about you. It's kind of like almost like a James Bond unstoppable. Mm-hmm. energy that comes yes. through your veins right and you're like oh yeah I feel like I mean I'm not James Bond but I could mm-hmm. feel like I have that body right now just by wearing this whole outfit mm-hmm. um so it's kind of like you know for me it's it's stepping into their high vibration it lifts your energy so you have more productivity through the day mm-hmm. but when you raise your vibration suddenly you're you just have that nice positive energy coming through you and you get on Instagram stories, you're doing your thing, you're talking on camera and people are like, oh, she's got nice energy. I want to tap into that. What is she about? Mm-hmm. And so you kind of naturally welcome people into your ecosystem mm-hmm. without having to be so salesy. People just want to gravitate towards your energy because they want to naturally hang out with you. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So I don't know if I've answered your question. <laughs> you, and I think there's definitely, I mean, there's so many nuggets there. Isn't that like, oh again, God. it's going to help. I mean, the benefits 
are again, you're lifting vibration, you're lifting your confidence, you're lifting your self-esteem. And through that, obviously you're going to be attracting the right clients into your ecosystem, which more likely they've got a curiosity about you to then either go to your website, fill out an inquiry form, hop on a discovery call, et cetera. And all because of what we put on our body. And I know there's a saying, and I can't quite remember it, but your skin is your, what do you talk about, Jane? Like your skin is your clothes is your second skin like yes. clothing is your second skin yeah because yes. it's so it's like the first thing like it's attached to your body like you mm-hmm. can't walk out the door without putting clothes on so obviously you're going to always have an emotional attachment to something that's so close to you mm-hmm. um and the other thing I was going to say a really good quote that I got from Jim Fortune was like mm-hmm. people will throw money at you if you look the part it's just mm-hmm. human behavior Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I, you and I both know that Jim does a lot of work into the subconscious. Yes. So it's, yeah, and, and Denise says the same thing as well in her, in her book. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, pe- people believe a polished image, like a, a, an image that looks like the, um, that's the programming that they've had in their brain this whole time, you know, since birth. Kind and of. that's the thing is programming environmental or genetics or the combination mm. is so powerful. It takes so much for people to be reprogrammed. And so I know for me is even, you know, I've got polished, you know, photos that I've got taken on the website. I do whatever, but at time of even recording, or you'll know when you work with me inside of my program is that I'll just show up in a hoodie. But at yeah. that stage, you already know me. You already trust yeah. me, right? And yeah. and I have shown up in a hoodie for a long time, and that is who I am. However, I did realize, you know, a few years ago where I was like, well, hold on. These are people who know me. They already trust me. I don't have to be polished. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to start doing some additional speaking gigs around the world. And I'm like, well, if they've got speaker A, who's who they go to their Instagram feed and she's in a hoodie all the time, and they go to Insta or the second potential candidate and they go there and she's quite polished and that's how they envision them on their stage, I'm going to be losing opportunity. Mm-hmm. And so it's about getting your foot in the door sometimes and doing what society is quote unquote program, but in a way that fits your style, your energy, mm-hmm. and still is true to you, right? Yeah, And I think people forget that. I think people think, well, if I up my style, I'm not going to be me. I'm going to be unauthentic. But when I know and I've seen the work that you do is you really work with people to incorporate a style that allows them to still feel free and comfortable, but still up level at the same time. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Because if you, if you fake it till you make it, well, there are some true truths to that, but in terms of actually you wearing the stuff that is your self-expression, mm-hmm. you will hate it. You mm-hmm. won't do it. Like, yeah, it, it won't naturally come to you. you. You'll just avoid the whole getting up and getting dressed and getting making an effort. Um, the other one, the other thing I just want to pull back on that, Ange, is about what you said about the whole, you know, being approached to speak on stage. Mm-hmm. It's about thinking about yourself as a brand, Mm-hmm. You know, this is a branding exercise when you, okay. So for example, and if you're an, in an e-commerce business and you were releasing a product, say for example, Apple, uh-huh. you know, you're thinking, okay, so how is that going to look? Oh, we're going to have white with an apple, great, silver apple. Da, da, da. You're literally thinking about yourself as a brand. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if someone is thinking you're going to be on stage, they're going to think is, is the brand alignment there for us, for our audience? Mm-hmm. You see where I'm going? Yes. So, so, yeah, it's all about, okay, what is your business card, which I am so sold on, you know, what you wear is your business card, mm-hmm. and thinking, 
Yeah. Okay. So take yourself seriously as a packaging almost. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What is your packaging? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it's so important because again, we go back to that judging. People are judging the minute you can be the best business coach. You can Mm -hmm. be the best speaker. You can be this, but if your package says shit, right. And the other packages are, they could be the worst speaker. They might not get any engagement, but perception is so important. And this is why, again, I believe that this is the number one reason, the number one business strategy that people are underutilizing. And I believe that it can make a huge difference. Now, I'm curious to know though, in your experience, why are businesses not taking their style seriously? Okay. That's a big C word. Uh Okay. So COVID. COVID uh-huh. has been the biggest pull pull in terms of let's just get back into casual gear. Let's just sit back. Let's just chill. I think we've just been working our asses off for the last like however long. Yeah. Suddenly we have this space to chill and everyone just wants to stick in that space. Mm-hmm. The problem is we're getting back into like hustle mode now. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, everyone's coming back. Yada, yada. And there is now a sense of like, okay, I now really have to get myself out of this rut, you know, because I don't feel good in this. And I've talked to so many, you know, so many one-on-one calls I've had with clients around the world and the conversation is always the same. COVID hit, I did this, I've stuck in my little lemon, now we're out of COVID and I just don't know who I am anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's a huge thing of like losing your identity through that crisis, almost like a, I would say, a traumatic event in terms yes. of like, who am I? Mm. Uh, <laughs> because so many, like, I've had to do a lot of like, um, I wouldn't say, I would say coaching of clients to get out of that mindset of staying in that. I would say that pit of COVID mm. and, and finding their self-worth again by like lifting them up through, you know, through their clothing, through their wardrobe and feeling good again. But yeah, I think people are just going, oh yeah, you know, we just like the COVID thing happened and now it's just like casual. We're mm. just all about being casual. Like no one, t- like no one dresses up anymore. Mm. And a part of that also is like, we've come to this thing and like, oh yeah, we just should like be chill. Like everything should just be chill. You mm. can be chill. I mean, Denise Duffield Thomas is chill, mm-hmm. but her, like her whole aesthetic is it's polished. Like yeah. it is polished in a chilled way. Yes. You know what I mean? 100%. Um, and I also think though that if we take back, I think, I think COVID emphasized and are enhanced or optimized mm. that chill, being sweatpants, whatever, mm. and that lostness. But I would say as our population, I mean, at time of recording, I'm 43, I'm about to be 44. Mm. You know, I'm already in perimenopausal mode for a minute too, is mm. our, our population is aging too. And I would say mm. despite COVID or not, there's this notion of, I think, women are are lost. And I think not all women, but I think there is this lostness collectively, yeah. especially. And I think there's levels. There's this lostness if you might be like, say, single, menopause, etc. And then there's also in some of my clients, this other lostness that I'm seeing when people who are saying goodbye to their last child within the home, and there's another lostness. And it's funny, the conversations that I'm having is, is this lostness does come back down to who am I? Mm-hmm. And they will say things like, I don't even know what to put on anymore. I don't even know what I like mm-hmm. anymore. I don't know what, like, and it comes down to some really basic questions, right? Yeah. So I think COVID enhanced it, but I do think that with our aging population and kids leaving home, uh, perimenopause, et cetera, people also are like, but where do I even start? And I know we'll talk yeah. a little bit about that later yeah. on. And so therefore 
they beat themselves up. They look at their wardrobe. They've got the shame or they may have put on a little bit of weight because of hormones or whatever. Mm. Or uh, for me, I just like donuts, you know, so whatever that is. And then you're like, okay, well now this is too hard. So I'm not going to do anything. But then yeah. every day becomes harder and harder, right? Yeah. Because it's, that it lostness. just comes back to, sorry, Angie, it comes back to identity, right? Yes. It's just losing your identity, whether through COVID or through a period of your life. And, you know, same thing with divorce. When people have gone through divorce, they get to the other side and they're like, holy shit, I just went through the whole 10 years and I've lost everything that was me. Yes. You know, who am I now? Um, So, yeah, anything in life, really. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. we get pulled back by kids, by, yeah, just things that happen in our life. Yeah. 100%. And so I think, again, that's that recalibrating, right? Increasing our mm-hmm. vibration. Not only are you going to feel better, but you find yourself again. And this is where, yes. again, I believe people aren't, um, people are leaving money on the table from a business perspective, but I also, people are leaving money on the table to find themselves again and live a life that they want to show up in every single day. Because again, 100%. your clothes are your skin, as we talked about. Now, let's talk a minute about the power of the subconscious mind and why image sells both for, say, the the business owner and the ideal client. What are your thoughts yep. about that? Okay, so obviously we've talked about perception and visual, you know, visual cues, right? Uh-huh. So, you know, when someone is looking at you, they're really kind of sizing you up. They're like, uh-huh. okay, is, is this Jane actually know what she's talking about? Right. So, you know, is she going to deliver the results that she's promising me? Mm-hmm. Um, so really you're kind of going you're you're speaking to the subconscious because the subconscious will always go oh that's us yep Mm. yep great yep jane is for us Mm. jane yep great jane Jane knows her shit yep um you know so you're really tapping into that like you know communicating with without like saying the words yes Mm -hmm. yeah um and then from the the place where you're sitting as the wearer when, yeah. like we've talked before, it's like when you step into a higher level of vibration, you're like oozing all this positive energy. And when you're on camera, you're really like operating from that next level. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you have this unstoppable energy and people just gravitate towards that. It's like, I want to be, I just want to be in your presence. I don't know what you sell, but like, let me at it. Yeah. You know? so, I think that's, and again, the subconscious brain, like I said, is making up 90%, if not a more of our overall decisions. Yeah. And so we might think it's what we say. It might be, it's whatever, but that's part of it. But ultimately your brain has already made the decision mm-hmm. faster than you can say hello. Yeah. What was it that research that was like your brain makes the decision for you before you make the decision? Like I think about seven, obviously like seven seconds or something like that before you actually make a decision. Mm-hmm. It's already you know, but done. You, but yeah, but you think you're making the decision. You're not. No, yeah. uh-uh. your brain is. Uh-huh. And that's because of lived experiences that have been, again, good or bad that through our upbringing that play a huge portion. And this is why, again, as you know, being in my programs, I'm all about like, we've got a, a private mindset coach. My, um, uh, action takers mastermind will be uh, being able to also act, um, access hypnotherapists, right? Because until we get to the root of this, these things will continue to kind of cycle again. And that's why I know the power when you work with your clients, you're really big about ch- ch- making systemic change also, not just that external change with their brands. You're really about working on the inner work because your yeah. outside world is a direct reflection of your inside. 100%. And so, and that's why I think you get the success that you do is you're blending, bringing on the style, but you're also working with their inner work because you can style mm-hmm. someone, but if you don't change oh. the inner work, they're going to go back to old behaviors. And that's yeah. why the blend that you have and the success that 
that you have shows because you're bringing both subconscious um, into that. And also to, to, to just go back on that, I, I'm a huge believer that I just don't want to come to you now and put clothes on your back and that's it. Like yeah. this has to be a life change, like a life transformation so you can keep going. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a change throughout your your life until you you die kind of thing. It's like a new norm for you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if I if I just go on shallow level and we don't do the inner work, it'll mm-hmm. never work for you. You'll yeah. you'll go back to your old habits. Mm-hmm. 100%. Um, so yeah. Now, speaking yeah. of habits, I know, well, uh, now I won't even say habits. I would say mm-hmm. for those listeners out there, they're going to be like, well, listen, you've got me. You're right. You know, I, I do need to make some change and people are judging and I'm judging and I yeah. want to make more money and I want to attract the right people and I want to feel better about myself and I want to find myself again. But it'd be, it can be quite intimidating for people to even start to make some of these changes mm-hmm. with their style. So what are your top tips for people who want to start getting into this, start making some changes with maybe what they already have in their closet or what's around them? What can they start doing today? I would say get honest with yourself. Like mm-hmm. I know that's a really um, daunting exercise because we all like to kind of not confront ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, when I, uh, this is one question that clients actually struggle with because they look at themselves in a very negative way. Mm-hmm. But get honest with yourself, sit down, go through your uh, wardrobe with a fine tooth comb. And I want you to be so like a detective. Like I want you to be so ruthless and I want you to ask yourself the question, is this serving me? Mm-hmm. And if I was on the other side of a screen looking in, yeah. is that serving the clients or is it attracting the clients that I want to attract into my ecosystem that mm-hmm. I want to serve, you know, because obviously not everyone is for us, mm-hmm. but is that is is this is this garment doing that thing? So mm-hmm. so it's a two-way conversation. Mm-hmm. And having that fine tooth comb, going through trying everything on. I want you to try your whole wardrobe on, really kind of feel into the energy that's being oozed by each garment. And if that, you know, if the the right energy isn't coming out, it's time to let go and start fresh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And again, like You'll know, and that's what I say, don't overthink that process. Like, I keep this or I let this go. I keep this or I let this go, right? And again, and you're like, yeah, but I don't want to waste, you know, I don't want to throw things away. Well, don't, donate them, right? There's other people who that might be their favorite thing and that will fit them for them. So, you know, I grew up on secondhand clothing. I grew Mm -hmm. my whole entire life till I was 15 was secondhand clothing. And man, did we appreciate things that were coming out of people's wardrobes. Mm -hmm. 100%. So So it's like what you... Don't feel like they're, it's, you know, there's lots of ways that you can just donate and give back. There's women's shelters, there's Salvation yep. Army, there's a variety of places, and those people will forever be grateful for that. 100%. Now, wow, what an amazing episode, my friend. And I'm glad that we've been able to have this conversation because, I, as oh. I said, I believe it's a conversation that is underutilized. I believe it is a strategy that can up people's revenue, confidence, and finding themselves very quickly. Uh, But yet we're not having these conversations because what we're getting talked about on the internet is where's the next transaction? Where's the next Mm -hmm. funnel? Where's the next email? And like I said, though I believe that those play a part, I also believe equally that what you wear and what your style is equally influences your success in business. So for those that are like, hey, Jane, this is all well and good and I can go to this exercise, but I actually prefer to work with someone and someone to hold my hand and to have a community so I'm not alone because I'm already feeling a bit alone. How can people connect with you? And do you have anything coming up that people might be able to access? 
A hundred percent. So the best way to connect with me would be on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. I'm always on there. I'm always on my DM. So my Instagram handle is Jane Mo Stylist. Uh-huh. So J-A-N-E-M-O-W Stylist at the end, all yeah. one word. Yeah. I love being on Instagram. If you come on Instagram and you DM me, we have a conversation. I'm a real person. I love getting to know you. So yeah. come into my ecosystem. Let's let's have a conversation. But I'm also releasing uh, my program called Magnetize Your Style. Mm-hmm. The wait list will be open when this podcast goes live. Mm-hmm. So it's an eight-week program. It's a community of women feel like just wanting to up-level their image. We're all going to do it together in a group community setting. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, come and do it with us. You know, find yourself, find yourself through your wardrobe, find yourself through your visual communication, your brand, as I say, mm-hmm. um, through this program. So, yeah, uh, those are the two things I would recommend, Instagram DM and then joining my wait list for Magnetize Your Style, which will be opening doors to in a few weeks. Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited. And I just know that already seeing the work that you've done and the women that you've helped throughout, you know, the last couple of years has been nothing but awesome. And I cannot wait for your new program to go out. So if you're wanting some help in this area, if you're not wanting to leave money on the table anymore and really up your style, up your brand, I'd encourage you to head over to Jane's Instagram account and also join her waitlist for her upcoming eight-week program. One final question that I like to ask all my guests is, what do you know now that you wish you knew when you first started out in business? Uh, I wish I knew you. (laughs) (laughs) No, but seriously, like I wish I'd hired a business coach sooner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the the work that I've done in the last 12 months have just propelled me in the last like three weeks. Obviously, things take time to to gel. Mm-hmm. But I wish I wish I knew the ins and outs and someone had taught me. But um, yeah, that's that's my answer. Everyone just like, yeah, get your shit sorted. And again, I do think that you bring something there is that a lot of times people are wanting coaches to skyrocket them within a 90 day period. And that can happen for some people, but it's very rare. And yeah. I talk about it's like the compound effect. Is there so yeah. much change that goes on when you start hiring a business coach and you've got to unpack in order to regrow that people forget that it takes time but in a world where we want immediate gratification um Mm. it's it's not what people want to hear sometimes it takes time to work on the inner work it takes time to develop your business model it takes time for you to decide what you want to keep and what you want to let go of and then once you start to become more and more aligned that things start to get easier and easier and easier yeah I mean you know I've been in this industry for the last 15 years if I had known about Ange you know Maybe a few years ago, we'd have fast-tracked a process, but no, let's just, <laughs> hindsight, you know, I've learned my lesson. <laughs> but again, you're, but that's a beautiful thing. You're a common name in our house, Edge. You know, like with my partner, I'm like, Angela did this. I should do this. Okay. <laughs> He's like, okay. He's like, I either love this lady or I hate this lady. But yeah. what I will say, though, is, is we're all magically right on time. We're exactly yeah. where we need to be. And though hindsight is always good, I believe the universe puts in front of us exactly what we need on any given day. And, and it's easy to beat ourselves up. Like, I know I was in that kind of mindset. I was like, oh, I stayed with my ex for 20 years. What if I could have? And I was like, well, no, he was meant to be in my life for those 20 years. Yeah. And I've got room for the next thing. So yes. Now, before we sign off, please remember that my team and I will be putting together the show notes for this episode over at AngelaHenderson.com.au and we'll include all of Jane's information there. And I hope you have a fabulous day, you amazing human, no matter where you are in the world. And I look forward to you joining me again next week for another awesome episode of the Business and Life Conversations podcast. Thanks again for today, Jane, and have an amazing day. Thanks, Ange. 
Thanks for listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast with Angela Henderson. www.angelahenderson.com.au